98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines. Police investigating the accident that injured two dancers at a mirror concert arrest five people. Hong Kong stocks surge following Wall Street's best session in years as hopes rise of slower US interest rate hikes. And organisers of the Clock and Flat Music Festival say the SAR is back on the radar of international stars as restrictions are eased. RTHK understands that police have made five arrests this morning in connection to their investigation of an accident at a concert by the band Mirror. Two dancers were seriously injured when a big screen fell onto the stage at the gig at the Coliseum in Hong Kong in July. It's understood four men and one woman connected to contractors working on the event have been arrested on suspicion of fraud and allowing an object to fall from a height. Meanwhile, a government inquiry into the incident is expected to release its findings as soon as today. Hong Kong stocks are up more than 5% at lunch following the lead of Wall Street, which had its best session in more than two years overnight. Mainland stocks and others in Asia also rose. The markets are reacting to better-than-expected US inflation figures and reflecting the hope that the US central bank may be able to ease off increasing interest rates. In Washington, President Biden said bringing inflation under control wouldn't happen immediately. It's going to take time to get inflation back to normal levels. We can see setbacks along the way. I realize that. But we are laser focused on it. That's why it's so critical for us to pass important legislation this year to lower those costs for families. And I know it's going to take time to implement our entire economic agenda, which we already passed, and for folks to feel it in their day-to-day lives. But I think folks are going to see it in the next few months. Back locally, the Chief Justice has cautioned against taking the rule of law for granted, saying there's a need to impart values such as lawfulness and fair-mindedness onto future generations. Speaking at an event for SAR's Legal Week, Andrew Jones said the concept of rule of law could be misinterpreted and that young people needed legal education to ensure they could enjoy the benefits of rule of law. Justice Jung also said the concept would have to keep up with the times. The importance of the rule of law continuing to develop is critical in ensuring that the developing needs of society are met, particularly as relates to access to justice by society at large. Failing to meet this demand could lead to disillusionment with the rule of law, and it is of critical importance to the future that the support of the next generation for the rule of law is enlisted. The organisers of Clock and Flap say revellers will be able to eat and drink at the Central Harbourfront venue when the festival returns in March for the first time since 2018. The event, which usually takes place in November, was called off first because of the protests and then because of COVID. Kinney Barlow, head of partnerships at Organiser Magnetic Asia, told RTHK's Backchat programme that some restrictions might still be in place. I guess we are in a better position in terms of you know the pandemic or epidemic concerns and also having a very successful rugby sevens as well so yes we we allow to have the, the normal free movement format at the festival and we will also be allowed to, to provide fmb for the audience as well but of course since we're still under certain restrictions so we will do our best and work with the government to make it as close to the normal clock and blood experience as we can. Ms Barlow didn't name any of the acts lined up for the festival, telling people to stay tuned. She said that the easing of COVID restrictions, including the zero plus three measure under which hotel quarantine was abolished, made it easier to bring international artists here. 
when we are still under the zero for three and then we've still got challenges. But at least it's slightly better in comparison. Before, it's just you don't even have to ask, um, especially when elsewhere are open up and then artists also going through the pandemic and they were not able to perform and to tour around the world. And now that they can, it's very easy for them to not come to Hong Kong and continue elsewhere. And they need to make a living. They need to make up for what they've missed over the last at least two, three years. Nowadays, it's slightly easier. But of course, you know, if we don't have this restriction anymore and it basically would just open up the market again and then artists can come in much easier just like before and I guess we still have this one hurdle that we need to get through and to make it just as smooth as usual. Lawmaker Doreen Kong has questioned whether moves to gradually ease COVID restrictions are helping people resume ordinary life or helping the economy. Ms Kong told an RTHK programme that changes were welcome, but said people might be confused by the introduction of easing measures every couple of weeks. The government yesterday announced an end to vaccine pass checks at some venues. Ms Kong also asked the government to explain more clearly why it still considered COVID-19 to be a public health emergency when the number of deaths and hospital The biggest criterion is, will it cause mass death or serious disability? From what we can see now, compared to January and February, there's a huge gap. If we call the current situation a public health emergency, what was the situation back in January and February? The Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, says he hopes to ask President Xi Jinping to lift billions of dollars in trade barriers if the two leaders hold their first bilateral meeting this month. Ties between Beijing and Canberra had been strained under Australia's previous Conservative government. What I've said about China is that we want to cooperate where we can, but we will stand up for Australian values where we must. There have been issues with the relationship. Uh, We have some $20 billion of economic sanctions against Australia, Uh, but that is not in Australia's interest in terms of our jobs and the economy, but it's also not in China's interest. Overseas, the Ukrainian military says it has continued to advance around Kherson a day after Russia said it was abandoning the city and retreating across the river Dnipro. Video footage showed locals cheering Ukrainian troops in liberated villages. Ukraine's top general, Valery Zalushny, said the Russians had been forced to flee after Ukraine destroyed their supply lines and disrupted their command systems. The Ukrainian defence minister, Oleksiy Resnikov, said Russia's withdrawal could take more than a few days. We know that they have approximately 40,000 personnel in Kherson district with the equipment, weaponry, uh, armed vehicles, tanks, etc., etc. It's not that easy to withdraw these uh, troops from the Kherson during one day or two days, as minimum one week. The United States says it's sending up to 400 million US dollars worth of new military assistance to Ukraine. Ukraine will also get more ammunition for the HIMARS rocket artillery system, which has proven effective against the Russians. The National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said the US would continue to support Ukraine in its efforts to defend itself. 
Today, the United States will be announcing another package of security assistance for Ukraine, including important air defense contributions like missiles for Hawk air defense systems, as well as four U.S. Avenger air defense systems that come equipped with Stinger missiles. This increased air defense will be critical for Ukraine as Russia continues to use cruise missiles and Iranian-made drones to attack critical civilian infrastructure. Washington says it's provided more than $18 billion worth of aid since the start of the Russian attack on Ukraine. Belgian counterterrorism officials are leading an investigation into the fatal stabbing of a police officer near a railway station in Brussels. The assailant was shot and taken to hospital. His condition is not known. This Brussels resident, Kamal, described what he had seen and heard. I was coming home from work and I was on the phone with my dad and then I heard five or six gunshots. My father asked me what's going on. I said it's probably fireworks. He told me no, that's gunshots. I turned my head, I saw the crowd running up the street and I saw the man lying on the ground. The head of the U.S. Senate Banking Committee says the country's financial watchdogs must investigate the collapse of the cryptocurrency trading firm FTX. Sherrod Brown said consumers could not be protected and the stability of the banking system guaranteed unless it was clear what abuses and misconduct took place at the company. Now the White House is threatening to get involved, according to President Biden's spokesperson, Karine Jean-Pierre. The White House has consistently maintained that without proper oversight, uh, cryptocurrencies risk harming everyday Americans. But the most recent news underscores why prudent regulation of cryptocurrencies is indeed needed. Uh, The White House, along with the relevant agencies, will again closely monitor uh, the situation as it develops. FTX customers have flooded social media channels saying they face losing up to tens of of thousands of US dollars if the company goes under. This investor said he faced losing 85% of his cryptocurrency savings. You know, obviously it's an emotional time, so I'm not going to make any decisions. The mood is low with regard to continuing in this, to be honest. If FTX can do what they did, nowhere is safe. Crypto might be done because of this. Scientists in the United States say they've been able to redesign the immune systems of a small group of people with untreatable cancers so that they attack their own tumours. The team, based in Los Angeles, say they used a genetic modification technique to increase the number of T-cells in patients' blood that are able to hunt down cancer. The BBC's James Gallagher reports. The researchers were able to fish out T-cells from each patient's blood that could spot their cancer but couldn't get the upper hand. So... They made more to transform other T-cells from each patient into ones that could hunt their cancer too. The disease continued to get worse in 11 patients, but stabilised in the other five. The science is still early, expensive and time-consuming, but even these limited results have been described by other scientists as extraordinary. Turning to sport and the Danish Football Association says football's world governing body has banned T-shirts promoting equal human rights that the team have been wearing during practices ahead of the World Cup in Qatar. FIFA has ruled that the message human rights for all is a political slogan and so it can't be allowed. This was the reaction from the head of the Danish football union, Jakob Jensen. We don't think there's any politics in it. We think that the human rights are universal and we stand by this view. FIFA had a different assessment and sadly we had to take that into consideration. 
Gisela Thorsen is one of Denmark's top football journalists. He said people in Denmark aren't surprised by the decision, but they are disappointed. We are disappointed that uh, FIFA has taken this uh, action, but I don't think we are surprised. Um, and it shows um, how absurd this World Cup is and, and the views are, because, you know, uh, against uh, racism is a campaign FIFA has had themselves. Uh, I don't think you could say that for human rights is a political statement. Um, that's the view in Denmark. So I don't think we are surprised, but, but we are disappointed. England manager Gareth Southgate has named his World Cup squad and it includes Manchester City's Calvin Phillips and Kyle Walker, as well as Manchester United's out-of-favour defender Harry Maguire in his World Cup squad. There were also places for forward Marcus Rashford, Newcastle striker Callum Wilson and the Leicester midfielder James Madison. Southgate says the quick turnaround between squad selection and the start of the World Cup is not ideal. Well, I think it definitely makes life more difficult. Before Russia, we had... I think 28 days with the team. Mm. We've got four days on the training pitch effectively this time, so much harder. Um, And I think for the international teams and the clubs, um, the condensed nature of the season, the difficulty of losing your players halfway through it, the league starting again at Boxing Day is far from ideal, so I, I doubt we'll ever see it again. 17-year-old Yusufa Mukoko has made Germany's World Cup squad, while his Borussia Dortmund teammates Marco Reyes and Mats Hommels have missed out. Mukoko has six goals and four assists in 13 league appearances so far this season. And Belgium are anticipating Romelu Lukaku will be fit to play in the knockout stages. He's been included in their World Cup squad, even though a hamstring injury has restricted him to only five appearances this season while on loan to Inter Milan. Manchester City are into the fourth round of the English League Cup after a 4-2 victory over Aston Villa. They had to come from behind twice to win at Old Trafford, with manager Eric Ten Hag delighted with his side's fight back. It was quite clear the, the reaction from the team today. And when you then two times you come down and you fight back like this, uh, you see uh, the progress we make in our, our attitude. You show the progress we make in mentality. Manchester United will now face Burnley at home in the fourth round. Holders Liverpool head to Manchester City. And the weather mainly fine. Moderate easterly winds. The outlook sunny periods in the next few days. Hot during the day on on Sunday. Cloudier midweek next week. The temperature now is 27 degrees. The relative humidity stands at 63%. To end the news, the top stories once again. Police investigating the accident that injured two dancers at a mirror concert arrest five people. Hong Kong stocks surge following Wall Street's best session in years as hopes rise of slower US interest rate hikes. And organisers of the Clock and Flap Music Festival say the SAR is back on the radar of international stars as restrictions are eased. The news from RTHK. On your radio and live online, this is The Brew Till Two.
Indeed I do. Do I love you? That's Bruce Springsteen on Radio 3. 17 minutes past one o'clock. It's Friday, Arvo. Going to be talking to Danny Hicks shortly for this week's Sports and All. Days, aching, nights are long, two years and still you're not gone. Guess I'm still holding on. Drag my name through the dirt, somehow it doesn't hurt though. Guess you're still holding on. You told your friends you want me dead and said that I did everything wrong. And you're not wrong. Well, I'll take all the vitriol, but not the thought of you moving on. Cause I'm not ready to find out you know how to forget me. I'd rather hear how much you regret me. And pray to God that you never met me Then forget me Oh, I hate to know I made you cry But love to know I crossed your mind, babe Oh, uh, even after all it still wrecked me To find out you know how to forget me Even after all this time Days Nights are grey, my heart is still your place, babe Guess I still feel the same No, you can't stand my face Some stars you can't erase, babe Guess you still feel the same Well, I'll take all the vitriol But not the thought of you moving on 